Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. And the day and age when I was a kid, and Joe Namath was an old guy, Joe Namath used to upset the other teams just for the hell of it. Now it's just frowned on. Oh, look at them all excited. Uh, Morley Scott is the play-by-play announcer for the Edmonton Eskimos on our chorus radio station, 630 Chad. And Mark Stephen is the voice of the Calgary Stampeders on News Talk 770 in Calgary, also a chorus radio station. They joined me on the Roy Green Show. Guys, thank you very much. I've always wanted to do what you do. Well, you do pretty good at your current job, where i got to say, so... Uh... Keep that up, but that's yeah, a lot of fun for yeah. sure. Keep up the good work, eh? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, great uh, cup, great cup, yeah, great cup weeks always a blast. It's yeah, fun to, to be around it for sure. All right, so so uh, talk to us a bit about what's going on in uh, in Edmonton. Morning, let me start with you. It's your town. What's going on? Uh, it, the town's pretty excited. I mean, it's been a, a huge success festival wise. You know, the the game is one thing, and most people. Uh, outside of Edmonton or outside of the host city, uh, tune in for the game and they get excited about the game. But I mean, the the gates open on the festival at six o'clock on Wednesday evening, and they've shut down three, almost four blocks of Jasper Avenue, which is the main street in Edmonton, uh, right in front of the Shaw Convention Center, and it's a walking area, and and I, it's just packed with people every night. Uh, tonight, I'm sure it'll be even uh, even more packed than, than the previous two nights. They've got it's basically. Uh, a festival setup. They've got uh, a bungee jump there. They've got a, you can go skiing there. They've got the zip line that goes into the river valley. They've got all sorts of uh, a booth set up. You can buy souvenirs, whatever. There's entertainment. There's musicians. And, of course, all within walking distance are all the team rooms like the Spirit of Edmonton and the, and the Ryder Room and the Stampeders Room. And, and, and it's just downtown Edmonton is just a wonderful place to be right now, If especially if you're a CFL fan, because uh, we walk around and you see jerseys from every city. We did a, a feature uh, for, uh, uh, we've got Natea Ajay, who's uh, one of the Eskimo players, working with me and, and us this week. And we walked around and got predictions. And our goal was to walk through the festival site and try and find somebody with uh, every team's jersey on and talk to them and get their prediction. It only took us a half an hour to find really? all nine teams. Uh, that includes uh, the Alouettes, and we found people who came from Montreal for this. It's just a great event, and it's just gone off without a hitch as far as the festival goes. The game's kind of out of their control, but the festival has been perfect and so entertaining. So, Mark, you're the visitor from Calgary, and it's not always the happiest relationship between Stampeders yeah. and, and Eskimos fans. How are you being accepted? Everybody laying out the red carpet for you? Well, I wouldn't go quite that far. I was at a breakfast yesterday where the chant unsolicited of ABC broke out. It was called Anybody But Calgary. So once they got that going, got that out of their system, uh, certainly I'm well aware that Calgary's not particularly well uh, loved here. But I will say this, uh, and Morley nailed it, uh, you know, future Grey Cups, and it is in Calgary next year, should just take the game plan they put together here. And, uh, you know, for the uh, festival and all other non-game-related events, it's been tremendous. As for the game, well, we'll let it unfold. It's, uh, I'm sure, fair, fairly jarring for Eskimo fans to see the Stampeders running around on their side of the field and running around in their dressing room, but uh, here we are, and uh, looking forward to a great game tomorrow. So what do we look for as fans? Uh, Mark, You, what? what uh, when I'm sitting down to watch the game, what should I be looking for? 
Well, first of all, you'll be uh, seeing uh, it's going to be nice, uh, at least by the end of November standards. It's going to be uh, uh, reasonable weather. I don't think there's going to be any issues with precipitation. The field's a little slick. I know the Stampeders have been saying. Uh, you'll see uh, beyond motivated Calgary Stampeder team that is tired of hearing about how they lost the last two Grey Cups, facing a very good Ottawa team. Uh, you know, they did a lot of very good things. They've got a dynamic receiving core as well. So, you know, looking around the stadium, you'll see it full. You'll see an awful lot of people that have, are going to drive up for the day from Calgary. It's only a three-hour drive and turn around and go back. Uh, will the Stampeders uh, be the home favorite when they run on the field? I don't know, except they'll have uh, an enormous wave of support uh, once the game gets going, for sure. And uh, same question for you, Mark. What are you, uh, what are you looking for from these two teams? I'm, well, I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for an offensive game. I think I think offenses are going to be uh, uh, at a premium tomorrow. I think that uh, both teams have great offenses that can can really get downfield. Stan Peters uh, had all those injuries at their receiver spot, but uh, they're getting a little bit healthier now. Uh, the Red Blacks, we know about their great receiving core, and I think that uh, I think the, there'll be some points scored tomorrow. Uh, the biggest issue, you know, and Mark and I are both at Commonwealth Stadium right now, and the biggest issue talking with players on both teams after their walkthroughs today was the field the turf uh, there no one's happy about the turf right now it's rock hard and it's very hard to get a grip a lot of players are talking about changing footwear and trying to find the right footwear to wear because uh, because the field is is packed down a lot it's a lot different uh, from what we've seen it I was out walking on it and I walk on it every day at Eskimos practice and and it just feels a lot different uh there, the weather here, as Mark alluded to, the weather is a lot nicer okay. this time of year than normal uh, this this week, which is great for the for the fans. Right. Uh, but it's I think it's played a number on the field because there was some snow and there was some melting and then there was some freezing and I think it's it's had its uh, negative effect on the field and okay. that seems to me right now the players and the teams are confident in their game plans and their abilities. Right now, the only thing that they can't control is is how they're going to get traction and how they're going to how they're going to run around. Okay, guys, be able to make the cuts they need to make to to be a so okay, I gotta jump. I gotta jump in. I gotta jump in, guys, because the clock got us. But I remember Warren Moon and Doug Flutie when they played quarterback for those two teams. That's how old I am. I, how long I've been around. Mark, thank you so much, well, Morley. Thanks for joining us. For sure. All the best, guys. <laughs> if you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.